Sansy? Carl! How's it going, buddy? I don't know. This is, the season's canceled, isn't it? What do you mean? <laughs> McDavid, man. Yes! McDavid. I was surprised to see hockey on TV today. It's a big blow, though. I, I think I personally think it is a big blow. It is a big blow. It is for sure. And listen, I, I like McDavid a lot. He's a phenomenal hockey player. I like the it's way he plays, fun for sure. watching him play, but... I don't also, I don't need to hear that like hockey is no longer fun. Like, you know what I mean? Like other players exist. It's going to be okay. Uh, you know, he's not the best player in the world yet. He's not the best player in the league yet. He's not even but the best player. But is he the most exciting player in the league right now? Uh, maybe individually, yes. But is it the most exciting team to watch? No, I'd, I'd still like watching Ben Sagan work their magic. Uh, watching Tarasenko was fun. Pat Kane, I don't know if you've noticed, having a pretty good season as well. My point is, this guy's played 11 and a half games. We can just, you know, pump the brakes a little bit. But he's selling tickets. He's selling tickets. He's selling tickets outside of Edmonton. It's fine, yeah, yeah. But, like, this is, also, it's not, you know, it's not... People are, like, comparing this to when Crosby was out. Crosby was out for months and months and months and months, almost a year. He, by that time, he was out. You know, it was also his career is in jeopardy. We're very much up in the air. We didn't know what was going on. He'd also won this little thing called the Stanley Cup, the Art Ross Trophy, the Hart Trophy, a gold medal. Like, And yet let's... it seems like McDavid's going to have an, more of an impact on the bottom line. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's just freaking out about this. Uh, and I get it. I get it. And I agree. But at the same time, it's like, I think I just don't want to hear. And mostly it's just, you know, Canadian hockey media. Flipping out about this, how hockey's just no longer fun. Hockey's not going to be fun anymore without him playing. And to me, it's kind of a, it's kind of just like other players exist. You know, I get it. But other, you know, who exist. else doesn't really want to hear about this? It oh. seems like Eichel is tired of hearing about <laughs> McDavid too. I heard that. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess like every single interview he's going through, they're asking about McDavid. What do you yeah, think yeah. about McDavid? How does he do? What do you think about McDavid's injury? Those two are just they're they're joined at the hip. Uh, very unfortunately for Eichel, Mc, McDavid is probably, you know, always going to have the, you know, one up him. I would imagine for for most of his career, that's probably how everybody one sees up. this playing Seven out. Seven up. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, whatever, he, he's going to end up being the the better player, right? He's got the edge. Um, but you know, it's like, did you see the goal that Eichel scored today? Sweet goal. It was nice. Like it completely overpowered the defense. Completely different in, kind of great. player. Completely they are different, different players. Different kind of player. Yeah. And so, you know, we've seen this before, right? Uh, you know, a decade ago with... Uh, Who does Eichel remind you of? As a player? Yeah, because he, oh, he has the power. He seems to have a power forwards type of stride, a power forward type, type of maneuverability. I, I don't know about strength, because McDavid is actually deceptively pretty strong. Like, that game against Montreal... No, I mean Eichel. He, what does Eichel no, 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 remind but I'm, you I'm of? I'm saying, like, I don't know if you see, There you go. You're the comparing edge. them again. You're comparing... You're, you're yeah. doing... I'm just... <laughs> well, no, but um, yeah, yeah, I, I know it's it's so natural. Yeah, poor, poor, poor Jack. Uh, no, what I'm saying is like his strength, um, like he's a really strong player, and he seems a little bit meaner. 
Like I can, I'm gonna. See, I bet we'll see Eichel sort of snap and lose it, and perhaps get in a fight or get a bit nasty. I think we're gonna see that before we see that out of McDavid. Um, well, last time McDavid got into a fight, he was out for like seven months or something ridiculous. Yeah, he like broke that. his hand, and that was also in November. I, I was reading like a Bob McQuenzie, uh, Bob McQuenzie, a Bob McKenzie tweet that uh, November hasn't been kind to. Uh, to McDavid here. He's, he's had a few really significant injuries. Most recently this one. There you go. Problem solved. Stop playing hockey Don't in play November. Don't play in November, man. Yeah, take the month off. Who cares? Out, relax. Start off strong. Uh, finish off strong. Yeah, but Ico, I don't know. How about you? Do you have someone specific in mind? Um, I don't think there's anybody like him in a league because he, he does have that power stride and he does make room for himself and he cuts, he cuts to the mill very easily but in a very strong way where... If you try to stand up for him, he sees you coming and he can maneuver out of the way and he and he gets to that open slot fairly easily with the puck. Yeah. And and then he's got that release that's Can just you, can you see him like uh this might be a crazy comparison, but can you see him like a like a Yager type player? Where he uses that. Yager strength? had more hands. I mean youth, yeah, Yager had more hands. Well, yeah, yeah, he's got better hands. But but McDavid's got some pretty pretty sweet mitts himself, right? Uh are you talking about Eichel or McDavid? I'm no, 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 I'm talking about Eichel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Eichel's got some pretty good hands, too. Uh, sure, I, I he... think his hands are... I don't see... If we're going to compare Eichel and McDavid like everyone else, I, I don't think McDavid has... I don't think he really has an edge there. I think Eichel's hands are that good. I think they're as good as, as McDavid's. Hmm. Interesting. He's a smoother... He, he's more cane-like, the way he handles the puck. Uh, you know, we, and uh, his... Patrick, his, but I, I thought... He's like a, a, an elevated version of Evander Kane. That's the way I see Eichel, like a, a yeah. much higher version. I just, I don't know. For me, I think that's sort of selling him a bit short. No no disrespect to Kane. Kane's a great player, but to me, that's selling him a bit it, yeah. short. I think he's, his ceiling is just way beyond You know what? Kane isn't, isn't that good of a player. He, he's one of the most overrated players in the yeah. league in terms of production. Well, there you go. So that, that's what I mean. It's sort of maybe selling uh, Eichel a bit short. But I, I just thought the type of game he plays, though. Yeah. I, I, was, I saw him as an elevated version yeah. like of, of what Kane could possibly be and then elevate that, and that would be Eichel. That's how good Eichel is. Yeah, I see him more uh, more towards a, a, a much much more elite player than that. But um, what is, what is he five and zero right now? Five goals, no assists, producing everything on his own every time he's on the ice, and he back checks like a mother. That guy has a great great defensive game in terms of back checking and coming yeah. back into the play. Yeah, he has good a reach. great stride. He's got a good reach, uh, good takeaway. Yeah, he, he's going to develop into a really. A, solid, a pretty solid, solid number solid, one center. Yeah, solid number one center and a, a really good two uh, two way center as well. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, he could be probably more Taves like, right? Uh, like that Taves. type of a player. Whereas McDavid might, you know, just Taves with run more away. power. Yeah, that's basically what he is. Taves yeah. with more power. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but anyway, what do you think about that? He he sort of just basically said, "Look, I don't. He's just another McDavid's another player. I don't really care. I just focused on me and my team." I'm okay with that. I think, I I think mean, it's, I, I, for one, for sure that's fine. But yeah. I think it's funny that people keep asking him questions about McDavid. They're not even in the same division. Not even the same conference. They're not even in the same yeah, conference. They're, they're almost quite, well, they're, they're pretty close to being on opposite ends of the continent as well, right? And opposite, yeah. opposite ends of the hockey stratosphere yeah, also. Yeah. 
They're never gonna play yeah. each other. Well, this is yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, we're not. Who we cares? don't have Sid Ovi here, right? Like where there's this uh, division rivalry. That's as true. Well. Uh, that's, that's true. That's true. It's not Siv and Sid and Ovi all yeah. over again. Because those were different players, completely different players, but they at least played each other. You know. Let's go back to Edmonton here. McDavid is out. Eberly is in. How do you think this is going to impact the five and eight Edmonton Oilers? Okay, this is another reason why, as I said, let me be clear. I like McDavid. He's so much fun to watch. I'm a fan. But at the same time, uh, I'm actually really interested to see what this team does without him. Because there's another guy in Edmonton that is incredibly important to that team's success. And he doesn't play hockey. He stands behind the bench. His name's Todd McClellan. I want to see what he can do uh, with this team without McDavid. Because I do think... Yes, McDavid is great. He's fueling that team. He's getting them fired up. Uh, we're seeing a different Edmonton team on the ice this year. But I also think a lot of that has to do it's with It's a two-line McClellan. team, though. That's why. It is a two-line team. Uh, but I think a lot of that has to do with McClellan as well. Uh, the way they're playing, you know, when they get a lead, they, they are much more structured. They know how to sort of protect that lead, uh, not make a bunch of dumb mistakes, and so I, w- I want to see what not happens. waiting at the opposite blue line, waiting for a breakaway pass. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you know the thing is, like Eberle's, you know, he's not a McDavid, but you know he's a pretty damn good hockey player. Um, so yes, they're losing McDavid, but in a sense, they're getting a really good hockey player back, uh, a veteran at this point in his career, a skilled guy, a guy that can score. Um, so I think. You know, the way they've been going, I, I would expect them to do pretty much what they've been doing. Okay, so I got this question for you. So with Everly coming back, McDavid out, who loses out the most oh, that's, out of the situation? Come on, is that's, it Yakupov yeah, or is it done? Finish. Just Yakupov? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yakupov and the you know, and the fans. There you go. Well yeah. Sure. Uh yeah, yeah Yakupov um has been scoring. So he's and going back well, to third but, line. Yeah. The butt end of every joke. He could. He very well could. But you know what? This is this will be interesting too. Like, let's see what he can do. You know, can he finally break out and you know be a much more consistent uh, player that produces? You know, can he do it? You know, right now he's got a lot of confidence because he's had a great start to the year. Uh, a lot of that has to do. Most of that, I think, most people would argue, has to do with McDavid. So, let's see what he can do. What can he do? You know, the kid's out. You're on your own. What can you do? Well, he's got to get a pass. That's a big thing with him. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. You know. Yeah. Let's see what Let's McClellan can do. Let's move on to another team in the Pacific Division. Here we have the Arizona Coyotes, actually playing fairly good hockey, and they keep playing fairly good hockey. They just won another one with Hansel coming back, and it seems that with Hansel in lineup, they're not a bad team. And Smith and Nets. Yep. They're they're doing fairly well. They're over 500 by a game. Hansel got another two points today. Yeah. Can they keep this Did up? Did he score or is it another assist? No, two assists. So has he scored yet? I'm, uh, I don't have the stats Yeah, on that, I don't know. But... We'll, we'll look that up later. But yeah, he's got a ton of assists. Uh, he's really... Uh, uh, oh, yeah, he has there. scored. Yes, has he has. Okay. Um, yeah, they are... You know, they're, they're actually... They got a game in hand on San Jose, Vancouver, and LA. Three teams that are ahead of them. Uh, San Jose's got 14 points, so if Arizona wins their next game, which is against the Rangers, that could be a tough one, but you never know. The Rangers are hot. Um, They are. 
So actually, you know what? Hansel has twelve assists in ten games and no goals. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's it's he's, it's all assists. He's the reverse uh, Cy Young, uh, <laughs> you know, winner this year. Uh, no wins, twelve losses. Uh, no, that's great. He's been he's been an assist machine, feeding everybody, and they're even. You know, they're scoring goals. They got thirty four goals for, thirty four against. Uh, so they're even. You haven't seen that even or plus for years. Um, they got a game in hand on San Jose, so if they win this next game, they'll be in third place. Uh, they'll be a point ahead of San Jose. I don't know, but it's it's, it's great. But don't you also think that you know it kind of helps that they're in the Pacific? Yeah, Anaheim is still not quite got it together. Calgary's really dropped off. You still got Edmonton, Edmonton there. Edmonton. That's you know we've got McDavid and it's fun and it's exciting, but you know they're not going to get anywhere near the playoffs this year, not yet. You know, it's not time for them yet. San Which is Jose interesting, is... too, because if you look at their neighbor in the Central Division out of the Western Conference, there isn't really a bad team outside of Colorado in that division. Almost oh, there are, man. what, one, two, three, four, five, six teams in that division. Only four will make it. That means two good teams aren't going to make the playoffs in that division, whereas yeah. the Pacific Division... I mean, you got you got teams that are, might not might be hitting 500 and making the playoffs in that division. You could, yeah, yeah, if they finish in that those top three spots there. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know how much longer Vancouver could keep this up. Uh, they're playing pretty well. Miller's playing um, off his yeah. head, and you know, a lot of their kids, a lot of their rookies and young players are are really stepping up. But um, you know, to your point, yeah, Arizona's hanging in there. And I think it's great for them. I, I hope they I hope they keep it up, you know. I don't want to see him near the bottom this year, uh, even though getting a guy like Austin Matthews would be huge for them. Although Austin Matthews did have some back issues out, out in the pro leagues in Europe, eh? He did, yeah, yeah, or he does, yeah. Which is something, I mean, I'm not saying this is going to impact the rest of his career, but if you're starting to have back issues at 18 years old, we're, t- we're, you know, it's never, it's never good. No, I'm it's just, not. Just it's not. Saying. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, at the same time, it's, you know, we can't really speculate, right? It could just be, sure, uh, sure, sure. It could be a little bit of wear and tear. Maybe he's played a bit of, uh, you know, this might be like the most hockey, you know, competitive hockey as well that he's played in his entire life. So, uh, maybe he just needs a couple maintenance days, as they say, you know, here and there and. Uh, and then he's all right, but um, yeah, it's it's you know again back to McDavid. When you see these young guys get injured, it's a bummer. You know you want to watch them play. They're fun. They're exciting. Yeah, especially especially if it starts taking off a bit of their potential or a bit of their skill set. You know if it restricts yeah. their skill set a little bit. I got a what if question for you. All right, or just sort of like a prediction question for you. I want to know if you see. A team that is presently in the top tier of the league that will is bound to fall by Christmas. Uh, you mean like top three in the division, maybe top three. Top or four? three in the division okay. sounds good. Yeah, like so they'll they'll be out of the playoffs by Christmas. Oh man, by Christmas! Wow. Well, just, just I'm not saying they'll be out of playoffs. They won't make the playoffs. So by Christmas, they've fallen out of the top three. Okay. And and it's and it's a marked fall. Like it's not just oh now they're fourth. Okay, so they're like in a downward spiral here. That's right. Um, all right, we got Montreal, Ottawa, Tampa Bay. A little weird to see Ottawa there, but um, you know, again, seven, four, and two. That's pretty not, decent. Yeah, and, uh, and 
And them going out to fourth or fifth doesn't really change much. No, not really. Tampa Bay expect to be there. Washington Rangers Islanders sort of expect them to be there. Man, like you said, the Central, Dallas, St. Louis, Nashville, they're fine. L.A., Vancouver, San Jose. I got to say either Vancouver or San Jose. Uh, See, look, looking, me, at, looking at the teams right now, as is. So for me, do you think Dallas can keep this up? Yeah, I just think they're going to score, you know, six, seven goals every game and give up five or six every game. They're, <laughs> they're just, basically the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, they're just, you know, these guys are like, you know, on the bus, on the plane. They're just, they're watching the boys on the bus. You know, that documentary, that Edmonton Oilers documentary with that team. They're watching old clips. Uh, yeah, that's just what they're doing. I love watching Dallas when they're down by two. Yeah, and then Ben matter. just goes like, okay, I got to go score now, boys. I, I got to get, I got to <laughs> yeah. go score now. Yeah. And he just takes the puck and he just shoots it from anywhere yep. and everywhere. And it goes in off the post. Yeah, yeah. That that dude is off the charts, mate. He's so good. Yeah, and uh, one of the guys that... um is really getting recognized around the league and turning heads. The D. And the next great Swedish Carlson. defenseman uh, is uh, Klinberg. John Klinberg. Yeah. Is, um, he's got like two goals, 11 assists, something like that. I'm glad he's coming through this year because he had a small sample last year. Yeah. People were very high on him. They thought he could do it again, and I'm glad he's coming through and actually producing the way he should be producing. Yeah, yeah, and he's fun to watch. Good skater. Exactly. Uh, got to put he's, it he's together. He's Carlson all over again. Yeah, he's got to put it together for sure more defensively. But um, and it's funny because this this Craig Custance uh, article just came out the other day about Lidstrom and going to the Hall of Fame and how it just influenced this whole generation of uh, Swedish defensemen. You know, Ekman Larsson, uh, Carlson, Klinberg. Uh, you know, Lindholm, Hedman, all these guys now um, that probably would have grown up wanting to play forward uh, chose defense instead. Well, they pretty much are playing forward, though. <laughs> and, and, and certainly in some of those guys, uh, that, that is the case for sure. So another team for me that might fall, or that probably should fall, is the Montreal Canadiens. At 12-2 and two right now, at plus 28. Impossible. Scoring at Impossible. Will. Dale Weiss. Dale Weiss is uh, on fire. <laughs> <laughs> on fire. It's impossible. Scoring machine. He had. It's crazy that he's he's his highest goal total is ten last year. I mean, he had a pretty good productive season last year. Twenty nine points, ten goals, seventy nine games. He's got eight goals in fifteen games. Uh, I bet you he's available on every single fantasy league, <laughs> and I think everybody thinks the same. There's no way this guy will score I, it's again, funny. and then he scores yeah. again, and then you go, "There's no way this guy's going to yep. score again," and he scores again. Like, when do you pick him up? Like, is this? Yeah. It's funny because I went to the waiver wire today and, you know, you click that fantasy point column to, to bring all the, the highest point totals up. And mm. there he is sitting right there at the top with oh, he, 60 he something points. Oh, he stops for yeah. sure. Yeah. No, he's been good. And the, but I don't know. But you he, think they're the going to fall? I is, mean, he, he, he hasn't been very good. He scored a few goals, yes. But he's had, for every single goal he scores... He's probably missed 27 chances. You know what I love about him? Like open nets. Like, and some of those goals, they literally just, he's standing there. He, he goes to put it in off a of one-timer. He misses it. It goes right off his shit pad, goes right in the net. And he's like, yeah, yeah I scored that. And no, you, yeah. yeah, but you didn't. <laughs> no, he did. And you know what I love that he does? The point, man, the point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he points scores, whoever, whoever the player, that the goal last happened. person to touch the puck that passed it. You know, as it, as you said, it pinballs off of four That's people. That's how I play hockey. And it goes in and he points at him. He's like, yeah. 
That's a good That's setup, all buddy. You. That's, That's a wicked that, pass. Yeah. I had that the whole time. We had it. <laughs> we got it. We're working this. I don't know if they're going to fall. I mean, they're having a great season. They're scoring. What was the problem yeah. last year? Carey Price is awesome. This team can't score. Uh, this year, yeah, whatever. Give Carey this Price year, a week off. He's injured, but he's still year, awesome. And they can score the like Dallas crazy. Stars. That's how they're outscoring the Dallas Stars. They're outscoring that, everybody, everybody by a lot. And uh, this is with uh, Galchenyuk not even really producing that much. Um, that's true about Galchenyuk. And so he had four points in the first two games. He's got nine on the season, and he's playing okay. But it's like there's something missing on his line. Yeah, but you know what? And it's once and, it and starts that something clicking, is then, called Semen. Yeah, yeah. Seven needs to come back. He needs to come back the way he was in the preseason, which means a motivated seven. But right now, with, with the coach Terry at the helm, there's no way he's going to open that door for well, him. Well, you know what? And as long as Dale Weiss is scoring and Fleischman and, <laughs> yes. you know, I mean... Well, Fleischman, I understand. But Dale Weiss, man, yeah. I love it. I love the fact that he's scoring those goals. But... You know what I love, too, is on the uh, Canadians' Twitter, like their official Twitter feed, right? Uh, you guys have all these great... Um, like super cheesy gifts when yeah, when okay. players score, uh, which I love because it's a clear like they're clearly taking the piss out of the whole thing, right? But the one that he has, Dale Weiss is like where he puts on the sunglasses. Have you seen that one? <laughs> okay, yeah. And he, he, but but the thing mean, is, is like he tries to put them on super cool, and he messes it up, and then he gets them on, and it's like, man, that's so Dale Weiss. That is very Del so Delweese. Like, Shave your head, Delweese. You tried to Shave look super head. cool scoring that goal. You messed it up just a little bit, but you still got it in there. Good for you, buddy. Still point. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I don't know, man. You're going to get Price back. Uh, you know, Delweese is outscoring, you know, Pacioretty right now. But, you know, those guys are going to get going. Placanics is playing well. Uh, those guys meaning, sorry, Galchenik's going to get it going. So, you know, balanced scoring, great goaltending. It's a tight group, super tight group. This is like one of the closest teams in the league. Um, that is true. This could, this could be, be a really great year, that. man. Could be a really good year for them, you know. Which, which I think is what's happening in Dallas, also a very, very tight yeah. group. Yeah, it's crazy too because da- you know you get that start uh, from Montreal and Dallas. They have two games on hand if they win both those games, which is possible. Uh, they play Carolina next, and then Detroit, who's still struggling a bit. So. You know, they can have 24 points in 15 games. That's only one off uh, Montreal's pace. Um, yeah, I, I saw a couple of things. This, this, uh, nothing of any great importance, but just a few things that I thought transition, were kind of interesting. Transition, transition. Yeah. Transition. Uh, oh, man, you like that? That was a nice segue there. Uh, one of the things I saw, Colorado. Watching the Colorado game. Can't remember who they were playing earlier this week. But um, Matt Duchesne, who has finally started scoring. And well, that, that, finally. that team still is just... It, it's still so early. That guy has fallen off a little bit. So skilled, man. The goal, like just the goal he scored today was, oh man, it was a really nice goal. But I, I don't know what's going on with that team. They've got so many skilled forwards and they just can't seem it's to called put system. it together. Yeah, It's literally called system. Yeah, they've got good goaltending, like what's going on. Well, it's a system. Like get stuff going. Like get... get... <laughs> you think it might be the system? This, this is what's wrong with Patrick Waugh. And this is what cost him a legacy in Montreal, which would cost... It brought him some cups in Colorado. Mm-hmm. But, mate, is he not... He is unbelievably pig-headed. Yeah. 
He will not deviate. You need to listen and you need to adapt and you need to, to allow other people who can bring you positive a voice. Yeah. And, the, and this mate is not just like, because I mean, what happened in Montreal at the time that he got, you know, he had enough. That wasn't that day. That was no, weeks no, that was or months yeah, in yeah. the making, yeah. if not years when Tremblay was on his team. This is this is still happening now as a coach. And yes, he had success in the queue. You know, the ultimate success. He won the Moral Cup. Uh, he, he's a good coach. He proved that his first year. Yeah. But he needs to adapt and he needs to find a way to, to make this team work. I think the solution for Wall is to just start the game, just pull the goalie right off the bat. Just go. First period face-off, opening face-off, just get him out of there. See what happens. Uh, just see for what a goalie that Put six skaters out there right off the bat. <laughs> he hates goaltenders from a goalie. <laughs> I know. He's a goalie and he hates You know why he hates them? Because they are, they're all crap. Because they're you're not, not as good as me. Well. What are you doing? Get yeah. out of there. Get exactly. out of there. Exactly. Why are you even, not stopping I can't even look at you anymore. Come here and sit on the bench and sit behind, the, sit behind everybody else. Get behind me. He's like, he's like that dude that walks, you know, five five paces ahead of his wife. Just stay back there. <laughs> oh, you know, um, yeah, man. I don't know what's going on with him. But one thing that I, I did notice that uh, brought a little smile to my face, uh, which are few and far between when you watch from Colorado these days. Uh, Matt Duchesne gets a penalty, and as the penalty expires, the you know that guy that has the greatest job in the world, opening and closing the penalty box door. Um, opens the door, and over the loudspeakers, you hear the Super Mario Brothers sound effect. You know when you, you would eat the mushroom, and you'd get that little <laughs> power up? Yeah, exactly, that power up sound effect. Uh, they played that, and that's the first time I've ever heard that, and it was sort I, of a... I've never heard sound or music during gameplay ever. Yeah, Yeah, and it was the first time I saw it, and I, I kind of had this like hockey geek out moment going, did I just hear that? And I actually, you know, hit the uh, Game Center Live, you know, hit that uh, rewind 10 seconds, and I heard it again, and I hit it again, and heard it again, and I had to do it like three or four times, and I was like, yeah, man, I'm not hearing things. That totally happened. Um, I thought it was okay. Kind of cute, you know, kind of geeky in a good way, but how do you feel about, you know, because you watch NBA games, they do music, they have sound effects sort of during gameplay. That's they sort basically of a, have now like the Nintendo. I forget what that one's called, but like he's heating up. Like you got. They oh got right, yeah, yeah. Oh, what was that game? What was that game? Man, that? what was that game? Oh, what I was, totally remember. That. We're old, man. We're so old that we can't. <laughs> yeah, remember that game? He's, yeah, he's on fire. Yeah, that's what it, I remember. That basketball game. Yeah, um, but they do that during gameplay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not down with that. How about you? I don't know. Do we really need more? Do we really need more stuff? Do we need more? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm yeah. with you. I just, it was a little thing. Like I said, I had this cocky geek out moment and I was like, oh, that was kind of cool. But, but like, are, are we going to start getting like, there's a hit in the corner and goes, ba bong! <laughs> are we going to get that stuff? Are we going to get But come on, like, one game. Like, give me one game. Slap shot! Just give me. Like, <laughs> bringing the heat! Like, it's just oh, ridiculous. Yeah. I think the street fighter, like, fine. oh, you get, you know, <laughs> yeah, fighters. I think it's fine the way it is. Yeah. <laughs>